<laughs> What's going on, Blue Chew? It's been a moment. Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E, at checkout. Just pay the $5 shipping. You know Blue Chew helps you with your boners, right? everybody welcome to my uh, live stream 500 feet above New York City this is a massive cruise ship I forgot to tell you that too first thing in the morning around uh, 5 45 6 a.m. the cruise ship comes in I say ship because it's usually one a day they come in nice and early in the morning 5 45 6 a.m. and they uh, and and they uh, dock in New York City for the day and the people get off and enjoy the city and then Hey, doggy! And then somewhere around, um, you know, when the sun's going down, the, the cruise ship uh, takes off for the day. I, I, sh- I should get video of that, I think. Uh, doggy, you're laying all over me. With that, let's say uh, cheers. Hope you, I hope you're going to have a good weekend. What are you going to do? You're going to do some of that fall foliage? I enjoy a good fall foliage weekend. I don't mind it. I don't mind getting on a, a ski lift somewhere and... And checking out the leaves and having some apple cider, hoping they made it right so I don't get the green apple splatters afterwards, you know, afterwards, and dunk a a cinnamon uh, donut in my coffee. I I know the fall foliage shit. Uh, It's beer weather. It's getting there. I don't mind a good fall brew. Even though I make fun of the, the, the pumpkin spice everything, so I, I don't mind a good pumpkin spice brew. But if you're a brewmaster, don't hand me a beer and goes, this tastes just like pumpkin pie. I don't want that. I finally, uh, I finally went apple picking. I told this story to Carl a, a million, I don't know, a couple of years ago at this point. couple, it's got to be at least three because Carl's been gone three. He laughed his ass off, but uh, we went over the whole <laughs> fall foliage, pumpkin picking, apple picking thing. And the one thing I noticed about the apple picking, it looks glorious in movies and in TV commercials. You got the beautiful apples in the trees and the trees are all in a row where sometimes if they do it right, the apple trees are scattered along a hillside and you get your little basket and it's a gorgeous day and you pick your uh, share of apples nice and easy from the tree. You're supposed to grab it and twist it a little bit and then pull. They teach you that. So we finally went apple picking and, and the place was just mobbed, absolutely mobbed. And then we asked the guy, uh, you know, where's the apple picking? He goes, you know, just follow the road. It was a highway. Follow the highway down. You'll see where all the people are. Uh, the first three rows were off limits because there's no more apples. So they had two rows left. And there were no apples on the trees. <laughs> there were no apples on the trees. And you had all these people on all fours digging through the apples that fell on the ground. Trying to find the ones that were sort of still fresh. Going through rotting apples. 
or apples that had all sorts of bruises on them because they fell from the tree. And that's the reality of apple picking for the kid when I went. And I'm like, well, I guess we got to get our money's worth. So now we're not in a movie anymore like they show it. We're on our hands and knees with the kids trying to find like a dozen half decent apples that we could bring home to get our money's worth. That's the reality of apple picking. You're not going up to a tree and doing a half twist and a pull. <laughs> You're going like this, like a dog just digging through a pile of rotting apples at the base of the tree. Do you give doggy treats throughout the day? We try not to, but he gets, you know, he gets like a, whatever they are. They're like, they're, they're, they're basically animal penises that he chews on all day. They smell like roadkill. They're disgusting. And he's like, oh, give me one of those. And he goes to town. I got a great chiropractor if you want. I don't, I don't, um, I mean, the last chiropractor I went to, I wish I could remember the actual, actual instrument that he used on me. And I was like, oh, this is one of those voodoo weirdo chiropractic guys. It was like tat tapping with me with a spatula a spatula that's a long island accent right there he was tapping me with a spatula and he was also like doing something with an ice cream scoop or something he was one of these weirdo chiropractic guys and that's the day i had to tap out that and the uh just relax as they try to snap your neck so every muscle in your body is like tensing up and holding back. And he's like, no, this only works if you're relaxed. And then he tries to trick you like, all right, we're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. You're not relaxed uh, enough. <coughs> and then he surprises you. Oh, who needs that garbage? No, thank you. I'm sure he's a, a good guy, though. <laughs> acupuncture is another option. Ha, ha, ha. I've done the acupuncture. I've done the, where they put the needles in you and then they fucking vibrate them like this. That shit feels really, really good. But then I'm like, it feels good. You have to pay the lady like $200. And then I'm like, all right, that felt good for an hour or whatever it is. But then you go back to, uh, you know, not feeling that great. It, it, I don't think it has uh, long-term effects. I, I don't know. I don't know. I just know when the needles were like going like this, it kind of felt kind of cool on my lower back. I want to swim across that river badly, but there's a hell of a current. You got to you got to time that shit uh, perfectly, because if you go in right here, you're gonna end up way down there in Jersey City by the time you get to the other side. But I have a desire to do that. I wonder if they got like a swim club where you could sign up and they will uh, and they will uh, take you across the river. Down by the river. Oh, 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 oh. And then if you're in trouble, a little boat comes by and picks you up and goes and goes, come here, you dummy. Here's a life preserver. Why did you think you could swim across this thing? Every once in a while though, we got a homeless guy on a float. He just decides I've had it, and he decides it's a better life. So he makes some uh, makeshift raft. Starts up way up there near the GWB, also known as the George Washington Bridge, even further up than that. And I, I don't know, I think maybe uh, maybe they're thinking that, uh, <laughs> that uh, they can make it to an island or something, because this dumps out into the ocean eventually. So maybe that's what they're thinking. 
but they've had it with New York City. Here's my raft, and I'm going to take off for greener pastures. And then they always, uh, it's like one, you can't say one a year, but one every couple of years. You'll see the police boats on this river rescuing somebody on a raft. It's pretty, it's pretty cool, to say the least. Ow! <laughs> he just smashed my knee. <laughs> oh, my God. I just smashed my knee. Oh, I just smashed my kneecap. That, uh, that, that noise I just made wasn't too, uh, that wasn't too manly. Stubbing the toe? Yes. You know, I bet you um, after you reach a certain age, I don't know, let's say uh, 40 and above, and you had your uh, your feet x-rayed, you'd be very surprised how many broken toes you have from stubbing them. I guarantee we all have broken toes that we never knew about or got fixed because we just thought it was a bad stub of the toe. Oh, on the coffee table. Oh, we got the hardest coffee table in our living room. And when you hit that thing, that thing doesn't move. It's like hitting a damn pylon. Oh, it's the worst. What's up, Wayne Buatkins? How are you? Good to see you, brother man. Brother man. Uh, what's up, Pope? This is Lady Di's son. Do you have any good die in Marion store? I mean, a million? I mean, a million. Is it really you, Peter? Uh, I mean, the greatest the greatest thing your mom ever did with Marion was uh, replace me and Anthony at the uh, the MTV, I think it was Music Awards. We were a big fucking deal, and CBS really wanted to take care of us, so they put us they put us in the best spot on the red carpet for the MTV uh, Music Awards, and then we were gonna interview all these top A list celebrities. <laughs> And we're like, who cares? Because I've seen a lot of those red carpet shows and the celebrities give absolutely nothing. They give you nothing. So we're like, you know, this is how we're going to make it entertaining. We gave Lady Di and Marion the mics. And the executives from um, CBS Radio that day that were with us, they were so mad at us. How could you do this? This is your spot to interview these people. And we're like, who cares? This is way more entertaining. And Lady Di and Marion, they got their hair did and they got in their best clothes. And next thing you know, they went from just being two people that did our show from time to time to interviewing the likes of, uh, well, I don't know if Mick Jagger made it, right? I think Mick Jagger figured out what was going on. I got to remember all the details, but they interviewed all the celebrities that marched on through. And to this day, it's one of my favorite pieces of audio that we ever did on the Opie and Anthony show. Um, it was absolutely classic. And I'm sure it's online somewhere if you've never heard it. Hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. And we got in trouble for that, too. How dare you? Blah, blah, blah. Because they wanted us to just... They just wanted us to follow up a, a, a pattern that everyone else did in radio before us. And we were like, nah, man, we're going to spin this shit on its, on its head. Because in the end, if it's Opie and Anthony uh, just asking basic who gives a crap questions to A-listers, ugh. but then you got Marion and Lady Di making celebrities very uncomfortable, <clears throat> excuse me, and some of them laughing their asses off because they got it. They're like, oh my God, this is hilarious. But uh, that's one, that's absolutely my, um, I think that's my top memory as far as your, if it is you, 
of your mom, uh, Lady Di. That was the beauty of it too. Your your mom, if this is if this is really uh, Lady Di's son, your mom always always took a joke, and she always she was she was fucking great on the radio. She never had a bad appearance, and never said no to any of the shit we asked her to do. Poor Opie. Okay, thanks, Chad. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Poor Opie. I know, it sucks. It sucks so bad to live 500 feet above New York City, watching a cruise ship come in at 5.30 in the morning as the sun's coming up, getting ready to do a live stream where I, I don't have to leave the apartment and go to work anymore. Poor Opie. And then when I get bored of this, I know I take a uh, like a couple hour ride drive and I look at the ocean all day. Fucking life sucks. <sighs> Jesus. Jump out the window. Why? That would hurt. That would hurt if I jumped out the window, sir. Why would you want me to do that? That would really, really hurt. I'd hit a lot of hard things on the way down. Love how you just laugh at the haters' venom at 6.30 a.m. It's hilarious. It's just because it's just weird. By the way, my dad did jump in front of a train. He and Di had me without being married. They never were married. Oh, God. The train thing. Jesus, Peter. Oh, sorry. We, uh, we did a lot of material on that. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you, brother man. Oh, God. What do I, what do I say to that? I guess I could say sorry. Let me let this guy throw his hate at me. Hope he always sucked. LOL. Go Jimmy. Thank you. Thanks, Joey. Cheers. That made my morning. Thank you. Cheers. <laughs> What's supposed to happen now? Am I supposed to... Thank God these windows don't open because, you know, after Joey's comment, I, I feel like I need a jump. Hey, I want to thank Blue Chew for being part of this podcast for a really long time. It's greatly appreciated. And it's appreciated that you're supporting the sponsors like Blue Chew. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. And you can try it for free right now by using the promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E at checkout. Just pay the $5 shipping. Yeah, you can take them anytime, day or night. So you can plan ahead. We want to plan ahead sometimes, right? Of course we do. The process is simple. This is what you do. You sign up at BlueChew.com. You consult with one of their licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. Discreet packaging. You don't have to go to the doctor's office. You don't have to wait online at the pharmacy. Everything is done all nice for you. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, Blue Chew could help you out. And we've got a special deal for you. Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code OPIE at checkout. Just pay the $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code OPIE to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E, at BlueChew.com to try it for free. Doggy hears my voice every morning and he comes a-running. He's getting some goodness from my ear. That's the beauty of not cleaning your ears. Doggy gets a little, uh, a little goodness. <laughs> 
Oh, are you going to go on Ant's show? No, stop obsessing. I haven't seen the guy in, uh, is it 10 years at this point? I lost track. I haven't, I haven't seen Anthony. I haven't been in the same room with Anthony and I think, I don't know, I lost track. When was he even uh, fired from SiriusXM for his racist crap? That's at least eight years, so I, I haven't even seen the guy, no. Are you going to go hang out with uh, your old high school buddies that you haven't talked to in 10 years? Vincent Scaramuzzo, morning, off early for golf at the beach. Oh, excuse me. We got a golfer on our hands. I miss my golf. I miss my golf. I, I get to see a lot of golf uh, videos on the, on the TikTok. My algorithm for my TikTok is improving. For the longest time... It was girls with big boobs and, and basketball shots. <laughs> I, 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 go to, I got over the big boob thing uh, many, many years ago. But for whatever reason, TikTok said I need that I wanted to see girls with big boobs and basketball videos. <laughs> Which I guess they're, they're similar in nature, right? But now the algorithm's like, all right, we get it, bitch. We're going to throw in some sunrises and some, some, and some, excuse me. And wow, that's a, that's a tongue twister. We're going to throw in some sunrises and some sunsets for you. And we're going to throw in some uh, some golfing videos. I'm like, well, thank you very much, TikTok. I appreciate you paying attention. Uh, brother man, brother man, do you and Jimmy live in the same building? Jimmy doesn't live anywhere near me. Thank God. No more uh, seeing him on the street talking to himself. Yes, he talks to himself. Not much of a bit, to be completely honest with you. When you see him walking around the neighborhood back in the day just babbling to himself, you're like, oh, this is, this is actually real. <laughs> Jim Cantori, we get the answer. Yes, thank you, Bill Marchin. I knew I could count on you. If Jim Cantori is setting up his live shot down the street from you, then you got to run, run. And you hit everybody with a cheers on the way out. Cheers, 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 cheers. Uh, Jim Cantori's here. Jim Cantori's here. Oh, my God. What am I doing? I got to get the hell out of here. But if they got the B team, that's where it's, yeah, they're still covering the hurricane. But you're going to be all right. It's all about Jim Cantori. It's all about that dude. We had a hurricane uh, hit. Was that last summer? I stayed through it. I was at the ocean. Because I knew it was going to be a bust. And we had, like, we had the rookie reporter. That was one of my, my, uh, uh, my, th that was one of the things, excuse me, that made me go, you know what, this is a bust, I'm staying. Because Jim Cantori wasn't nearby. And then I think there's a girl named Stephanie, if I, if I remember correctly. She's sort of like the next one after Jim Cantori. She wasn't in our area. It was just some dude. And I'm like, okay, we're good. And I stayed at the, the house at the ocean as a hurricane kind of hit pretty close to us. But uh, it wobbled. You know how they say the hurricane wobbles? Well, this hurricane started wobbling uh, more to the, to the east. And then I knew I was good. Someone said that my print should be a font, by the way. <laughs> I don't know why, but... Look, I, I've had a lot of practice with block print because when while everyone wa else was doing the, the cursive in school, I'm like, I ain't doing this cursive crap. No one is going to be writing like they're writing letters from the turn of the century. So I'm just going to block print everything. And I was just getting like, 
barely passing. I'm like, I'm sorry, but I'm not. I'm not here for the cursive where you have to follow the lines. No, your G, your G's above that one line. What line? And then it's got to go below the other. Get the hell out of here. I'm a visionary. Back in the day, I'm like, this this cursive is going to go away. Like many, many things. So when are you and I going to complete the uh, bro? Okay, thanks, brother. I, 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 I <laughs> These people are just, they're obsessing about my life. I have no desire to do anything else with Anthony. Literally none. Literally none. He would have to do so many un, unusual things to even make me go, hmm, maybe. And I don't even, I don't feel like listing those things right now. But no, I don't feel like doing anything with the guy. Like zero. Matter of, uh, I can't talk about that. I'll talk about something in the very near future. Oh, wow. Look at this. Hey, Ope, did a branch block Erock's path so he couldn't get to work during this hurricane? <laughs> See? See, if we're going to talk about ONA, like, bring up the fun stuff. And I, if you bring up the fun stuff, I'm with you. I have no problem going with it. <laughs> like, at the time, Erock couldn't make it to work because a, a tree or a branch fell on his street. And then we got pictures of it. And it was like, you could have just drove around. And that was the... I'll be honest. That was the... That was so much fun uh, as far as the Opie and Anthony show goes when it was some dumb, stupid thing that we would just do hours on and throw all our prep and everything else we were going to talk about away and just talk about E-Rock and a, and a tree being in the way of him coming to work. Stuff like that. That was the beauty of uh, the Opie and Anthony show. And I'll tell you. There were a lot of shows that came up with us that were very, very jealous of our success. By the way, I'm just clicking on comments. I'm not even reading any of them. I'm just trying to get everyone on the big screen. Uh, The big screen. Um, Yeah, there were a lot of shows that came up with us that were very jealous of our success. And they didn't understand why we were so successful. And it was because we, we just went with things. So many radio shows... They would get off track and they had to bring it back to making sure they got their sports report in and their news and their weather and their traffic. And we lived in that world where we had some of those things we kind of needed to do. And we also understood that it was smart to just completely blow off all that stuff and just go with the comedy that's right in front of your eyes. And other shows, they would go with the comedy for, I don't know. A very short period of time and then they're like oh my god we got to get back to our format it's like no man i'm here to say when you blew off the when you would blow off the format that's where the good stuff was simple as that and most broadcasters were too scared to do that there were exceptions and you know the exceptions you know ron ron and fez obviously exception to that to that rule but in general, a lot of uh, shows, they just couldn't do it or they had management that made sure they didn't do it. So, uh, but when, when I think about the Opie and Anthony show, it was those dumb little things like that that we would exploit for hours and hours and, and we would do absolutely nothing else. And I think that made some of the best radio. Uh, the funniest stuff ever was when it would snow and one or two staff members wouldn't make it in and the entire show was spent terrorizing them for hours. Yes, thanks, Pat Tuffy. Stuff like that. Hey, oh, where did the Southern voice you do come from originally? I, I don't know. It might it, it might have been uh, from hanging out with Vic Henley. <laughs> it might have been. 
I, I would uh, I would think that's where that came from, and I, I like doing that because it, it brings back my friend. Because you know, after Vic had a few drinks, or after Vic got a little excited, that Southern Alabama accent would be uh, very very prominent. Uh, Opie trashing uh, the do- the dobbler would be funny. Oh, and here's another thing with the weather guys: stop making penises. We get it. It was funny like the first couple times, but now they're like, oh, you see, there's a, let me circle this area. Let me circle this area. So these two areas are in the cone, the cone of the hurricane. And then you're staring at your screen like, he just drew dick and balls on TV. In this area. Oh, let me, let me put some lines around this circle. Oh, you're, you're drawing, you're drawing hairy balls now on my TV. Thanks. Thanks for that. I appreciate it. How about you stop drawing penises and tell me if I should leave my house or not? I'm glad to see you happy. I started uh, being happy again as far as doing the radio thing. Uh, When I finally got uh, to do radio without Anthony and without Jim Norton. And I've been happy doing this ever since. Come on. Open live pumpkin spice. Everybody, uh, everyone will love it. Stupid pumpkin spice lattes. No one likes the pumpkin spice. Knock it off. Knock it off. I do this rant every year, but if pumpkin spice was that terrific, we would be drinking that shit all year long. When it's seasonal, that means you're just going with all the other lemmings. Oh my god, my pumpkin spice latte is delicious. No, it's not. Shut up. You have to put so much sweetener in it to make it taste like something. You want a fun fact about the Standells? The Standells did that one hit. They're a one-hit wonder, basically. They did Dirty Water. Down by the river, Charles. That's where I saw her. You just assume they're from Boston. I mean, they love the river Charles. (laughs) Turns out the Standells were from L.A., I don't think they knew anything about the River Charles, but they uh, they they sung a hell of a song about it. I, for real, uh, just assumed they were from Boston for a million years. One hit wonder from a little band called the Standells out of Boston, and then I did a little research on them one day. I don't, I forget how it happened, and uh, it turns out they were from L.A. Uh, what was your favorite interview on O and A? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> After ONA, my favorite interview was absolutely with Phil Collins. I could I could say that. All right, let me get rid of this guy. He's obsessing. I, I got to get rid of the people that are obsessing. I figure if I block the people that are obsessing, they could go back to bed because they set their alarms very early, very early for this. <laughs> They want me to fail so badly. Don't worry. Eventually, I will suck so bad, and then you'll then you'll be very happy inside. It, it'll it'll happen. Don't worry. Just have some patience. What was your favorite Patrice moment on the show? I, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. In all honesty, when um. Patrice would come in, I'd be very, very excited because I knew I, I knew he would kill every single time. And I knew he wouldn't uh, he wouldn't pout 
like uh, Jimmy would on a regular basis. When Patrice was in front of a mic, he's like, oh, I'm in front of a mic. I should probably try to sound as good as I can possibly sound. And he did that for us every single time. Oh, look at Jimmy the Greek. Oh, it's not the same time all over the earth. It's early morning for you, but not everyone else. Well, it's even, it's the middle of the night for the rest of the country. Unless you're like, I'm thinking, uh, what, over there across the pond? Shut up, Jimmy the Greek. Most people that are hating on me are literally setting their alarms to do it. I'm not stupid. All right, let me get rid of uh, the watcher. He can't handle this. The watcher's got to go, too. He can't handle this. <laughs> Why can't these people handle this? I think I think there are people out there, and a lot of them, and I think they're in your life, too. They just don't want to see others happy. They're miserable, so if I'm miserable, everyone else has to be miserable. <laughs> Uh, whenever you bring up people setting their alarms to hate on you, I always have a mental image of some dude in his basement with a satisfied smile on his face for the rest of the day being like, got him. Yeah, what are you going to do? You know, let them live too. I want to thank uh, Tara Schleichler. She gave like stupid money yesterday. Tara, thank you very much. John Quartz, Christopher Lee DeWitt, and Bill Quigley. Those are the people that are responsible for this amazing live stream today. Look, you give me a few stars. I, I look, as soon as this is over, I go to my Facebook. Oh, I got a few stars. That means I got to turn it on again tomorrow. That's how I'm doing it these days. Wait, I am eight hours ahead of you, so this hour is perfect for me. Wh where the hell are you from, Hugo? Did you tell me in a past live stream? I, I recognize the name, obviously. You're one of the good guys. You're one of the regulars. But where are you from? Eight hours. I would say uh, eight hours is uh, past London. What's on the other side of London? Um, I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you what the bordering countries of uh, England are. I don't think I could. Ireland, right? Is that one of them? <laughs> I know Ukraine borders with Russia. I know that one. <laughs> Stupid Putin. One guy just trying to ruin the whole goddamn... One guy trying to ruin the entire world. How messed up is that? I said it a million years ago, too, with the nuclear weapons all over the world, right? I said, eventually, the nuclear weapons will get in the wrong hands. Even if... Even uh, one of these established countries, eventually they'll have a bad leader that has a lot of nukes. And we're kind of looking at that right now with this Putin... They're just not, I don't know how the Ukraine thing ends, though. I mean, even if, like, even if Putin could conquer Ukraine, it's going to take so many people to keep those people down. And I don't know, I, I, he doesn't have the manpower for that. <clears throat> Excuse me, Ireland is only five hours difference. All right, thank you. Thank you. We're learning about time zones now. Thank you. Uh, Jamie, I'm watching the storm coverage, and this dude is doing a report wearing a helmet. Does he understand that he looks like he drove the short bus to work? <laughs> Well, got to make it dramatic. I love the reporters that put themselves in danger and then say, you shouldn't be out here in this storm. No, no kidding, dude. But I also love the ones that get caught where they look like they're in like the best one ever, obviously, was uh, the kayak or the canoe reporter in a canoe doing a live shot like she's in uh, 10 feet of water and. Two guys that are working their asses off trying to keep people safe walk in the background to show that the water is only ankle deep. I'm like, yes, yes. That made my 
that might have made my life. When you could call out the news, I don't care what kind of news you watch, if you watch the right-leaning news or the left-leaning news, anytime a news organization gets called out, I'm a happy boy. All right, guys, thank you so much for checking out my live stream. Um, we got that podcast. You know, it's the Opie Radio podcast. I'm very, very proud of it. I like it a lot. People seem to enjoy it. So if you like the raw feed, this live stream I do every morning, you know, check out an episode of the podcast or two. You'll see what I do with these uh, raw feeds. All right. If not, go listen to something else. Support somebody else. That's more than fine. I don't, you know, I don't really, I don't really care that much. (laughs) I do like doing this though, but I don't really care that much. If my shit grows, great. If not, that's all right, too. All right. Have a great day, all. Yeah, Ted Palawat is calling it. Have a great day, all. Uh, And with that, cheers. With the mustache mug. Boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo. <laughs> 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 <laughs>